The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Source of Truth podcast and happy Friday as we are finishing off the week together. I'm so glad you're with us. Glad you give me the chance to teach for just a couple minutes in your day and I really hope help Excuse me, I hope that this is a help and encouragement as uh, we strive to discover what God's Word says about the truths and the issues of the day. Uh, Today we're going to be continuing in the book of Colossians, we're in Colossians chapter 3, and we're going to take the next couple of episodes and walk through something that we spent a few episodes walking through a few weeks ago when we were studying the book of Ephesians, and that is relationships, home, Um, with uh, leadership, things of that nature. Um, I would state that Ephesians takes a little more time getting into detail into some of these. Paul, when he wrote to the book of Colossae, wrote the Colossians, this book, to the Church of Colossae. Uh, He was a little more concise in his comments, just straightforward. Um, But I still think it's important for us to take some time to evaluate, not necessarily just what's being said, but how does it apply? I would say that this passage we're going to look, we're going to look, let me go ahead and read the verses first so you understand the context for him, and then we'll jump into the um, unpacking and application. So in verse 18, he says this, Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Again, two quicker, concise verses in comparison to the book of Ephesians. And I would say why these are important. Now, first of all, in a moment, we're going to break down what these mean so that you can understand. Sometimes um, people, preachers, whatever, some people take what's being said here out of context. And what they do is they, they, they picture a heavy-handed husband who is the leader and everybody is just a submit. He really doesn't do anything. He just kind of heavy-handedly runs the home and he's harsh and he's cruel. His wife is, is just the servant and she's just supposed to do everything else. And, and uh, really, uh, family's kind of abused emotionally through this picture. That is not the intent that God had here. That's not the premise of what God put here. And I think one of the reasons it's put there is if Satan can convince the world, and he'll use bad preachers to do this, but if Satan can convince the world that our picture of the home is not loving, our picture of the home is not sweet, not kind, not joyful, it's an oppressive home, especially to the women. If we can convince that, then the world looks and says, I don't want anything to do with that. You say, why is it so important? Because I believe something, I read this this morning from another commentary, and I thought it was well stated. One of the things that's important about our home and our marriages is they are a picture of Christ and church to the world. They are a picture of Christ, his plan, his leadership, and how he treats us as, you know, his picture of him to the church is marriage. We are the bride of Christ, and we see that in Ephesians, and that's the picture he's put in the Word of God. So if, if the visual he gives the world is our homes in this oppressive scenario, well, then that picture has been lost on the world, and they're going to be very uninterested in it, understandably so. I would agree with that. So it's important for us to get a full understanding of what it is that God asked us in these passages And I don't think it's hard to see this here. I think what we need to do is just recognize that sometimes what we do in Scripture, what some people I think do wrongly, is they take a truth and then they apply their own opinion to it. It's just you can't do that. Now, when you go to apply it to your home, you absolutely need to say, 
This is the truth and this is how we're going to follow it. But to say this is the truth and I'm going to add my own truth to it would be unbiblical. So let's, let's evaluate these two verses. Let's start with number one or verse 18. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as it is fit in the Lord. So first of all, he says a couple of things. One, submit yourselves unto your own husbands. I'm going to take a second and say to your own husbands, this is not women in some kind of submissive, submissive role to all men. This doesn't place men over women and women are secondary. And, you know, I had a guy years ago make a comment to me that my wife could never talk to him. It had to go through me. Now, I thought it was intriguing. If it was so wrong, then how come he wouldn't talk to my wife? It's inconsistent. It's not biblical. It's not the intention. The simple principle is this is not a matter of men are here and women are below. That's not the Bible. Women are submit to their own husbands, so they submit to their husbands. Let me explain that picture. This is not a matter of men are better and women are less. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians, he says submitting to each other. Let me give you the picture of this. You look at the picture of God the Father and God the Son. God the Father and God the Son are equal. But yet throughout Scripture, especially in the Gospels, you will see that Jesus submitted himself to the role of God the Father and many times subserviently being obedient to God the Father, even though he himself was 100% God. The picture of men and women are we are one. You know, the Bible says a man leaves his father and mother and cleaves unto his wife and they shall be one. We become one like God the Father, God the Son, but there are roles. And so the role God has given is that the husband is to lead and to set the example in the home and the wife is to submit to the husband to that leadership. So what does that mean? Husbands, we are to be the spiritual leaders. Please understand, a husband who thinks he wants to be a leader to push the family to be his way, but it's not godly leadership is wrong. A husband that uses this truth to push his own agenda and is not following God is not following this verse. This verse establishes the weight more in the husband than it does the wife. The husband is to lead. A wife cannot submit to a man, is going to struggle submitting to a man. That's not biblical. You say, how do you figure that? The end of verse 18, as it is fit unto the Lord, you are to submit to your husband as long as your husband's not asking you to do something that goes against God's will. Because wives, your first responsibility is to Jesus and to your relationship with him. You submit to your husband. So if your husband's doing wrong or asking you to do wrong, then that first fixes that problem for you. So here's the responsibility. The wife is to submit to the husband as the husband is expected to follow God. So what does this mean? This does not mean a dictatorship. This means the husband is to lead, is to guide, is to love, is to protect, and to be that love and that grace and that guide so that the wife doesn't have to try to do everything. He comes alongside and he is that encourager. He's that helper. He, and the greatest leader, the Bible says, should be a servant, right? The greatest among you, let him be the least. We should be serving our families and our wives. That is what a good husband will do. Then the wife submits. Here's a simple way to look at it. When we get to heaven, guys, our, we are going to answer to God for the home for the rules we made, the decisions we made, our children, the, the direction we went, men will. Wives are only gonna answer to God for how they supported their husbands in that area. And it gets, you know, you say, what happens when the husband's unsaved, things like that nature? Yeah, it's a little different. The wife still has to find a way to still get the right direction, but still honor the husband to the best that she can in that scenario. So what do we go to the next verse, verse 19? Husbands, love your wives and be not bitter against them. Now, it's interesting that he doesn't mention bitterness in the book of Ephesians, but he does in Colossians. You might assume maybe he heard something. Again, he's not been to this church. He didn't start this church. So why would he say that? Well, one, love your wives. It's a simple thing. By the way, as much as love is an emotion, in these scenarios, love is more choice than it is an emotion because there'll be days when your emotion says, I just don't feel like it. 
And God's simple point is you love. Love is a choice. Love is not something that is always comfortable. As a matter of fact, love has been depicted throughout Scripture as sacrificial. Greater love has no man in this than a man lay down his life for his friends. We see that as truth in Christ and the cross men and women in military, things of that nature, but that can also be easily depicted in this picture that if I'm to love my wife, I'm to lay down my life for her. I'm going to lay down my wishes, my ambitions, what I hope to get from marriage, what I hope to get from her. I'm going to put all that aside to give to her sacrificially. That's love. That is what God has asked of me. Here's what I believe in what many call the kingdom marriage or the home or a Christian home that the world sees. A husband that loves his wife the way God wants him to is going to have a wife that wants to submit. It's, it's going to be easy because a wife will turn around and want to do this if she's created that way, but she'll want to do that because she wants the husband to take leadership, a godly leadership, and the heavy responsibility that comes with the home. And she will love that and she will embrace that. Again, if, it's, if the husband's not doing what God's asked him to do, the whole thing begins to unravel. Did you catch that? This, people say, well, if my wife did this, if my wife did this, the first responsibility in both of these goes to the husband. Husband walking with God and loving God and leading the right direction and loving the family. Listening, by the way, listening, every good leader is going to listen. This is not the wife quiet and silenced in the home. They are one, remember. They work together. Ultimately, the responsibility falls with the husband, but he, two of them will work together to create this union that God has designed in the home, and that is important. And then we're to love. Why not be bitter against them? You know, men by nature, it says in verse 19, end of it, be not bitter against them. Here's, here's what I'm going to give you how I see this. Men by nature are selfish. And when we get in a home, sometimes we have all these expectations. What we want, what doesn't happen, we, we can get irritated that we're not getting our way. And not to be bitter against them. We are to love them, and no matter what's going on. We, sometimes people go to marriage for what we can get out of marriage, and that is not how God designed it. God designed it for what we can give to marriage and how marriage is a replica of God and, and the, Christ and the church to the world. Let us not show the world exactly what the, Satan wants them to see, a chaotic home that is absent of God's presence. It starts with both of us. And you know the few verses earlier talked about, um, verse 17, what shall we do in word or deed? Do all in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, earlier in verse 16, let the word of Christ well dwell in you richly. Uh, these types of worship, this type of admonition, being walking with God, that is necessary before you can submit and love. Let me challenge you. This is not a dictatorship at all. This is actually a love. Is, uh, this is one of the greatest ways to serve a husband, should love and serve his wife. And in turn, the same way. This is how we should be treating each other, replicating Jesus' love for us and for the world. Thanks again for joining us on this Friday and giving us a few minutes to be part of your day. Uh, we greatly appreciate just the opportunity to produce this and to, that people are listening and watching. We hope it's a help. Hope it's an encouragement. If you're available this week and you're local, we'd love to have you join us. Uh, we're at what's National Back to Church Sunday across the country, and uh, we have a special Sunday service uh, scheduled. Uh, Rita's Water Ice after the service. Uh, small groups, life groups, and the evening service. Looking forward to a great day of worship and a great day of connection. We hope you join us Sunday at 10 o'clock in the morning. The evening service will not be live streamed since it is Connection Groups. But if you are local, we'd love to have you join us. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope you join us again on Monday.